be also trying to peel. So I, I, I don't know. It could be. This is this is what Bayside. I, I think this is just where I think this is where emo punk evolves to. <laughs> yeah. Because all of the people like in the in the last episode, how I was talking about people who like bluegrass. They all loved emo punk or were in emo punk bands yeah. and now love bluegrass or make bluegrass music. It does seem to be that way. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know about uh, past guests and hopefully future guest Brett Tingley. I don't yeah, know if he was I'd, in a I'd band, like, like, like a to, punk band before or something yeah. like that. But I think that's just the natural evolution. I, I think, think it's just also because I, and you this know what is, it is. What? Bluegrass is punk for people who own houses. Okay, because you can, yeah, because you can play in the garage and you yeah. don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Bluegrass is punk for people <laughs> who have a who have a uh, mortgage. You should write bumper stickers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a uh, yeah, there's a, I, I think that that's a good. They even like, dress similarly. Yeah, it's like, like the, when it's you a see weird, the like, like cool young like when you see the cool young bluegrass chain bands, belts or like, chain wallets, well, yeah, and like denim vests and all that stuff. They like, change a chain wallet to, to a fucking pocket watch or yeah. some stupid or, vest or a pocket knife instead of a fucking like denim that. vest or a leather vest. They have a fucking just a regular vest or you know a denim I mean? jacket or a denim jacket or yeah. some, like scraggly um, beard instead of fucking scraggly hair on top of your head. It's all. Yeah. These are all you grow. I, I I would think that you would grow though, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah. We were talking about because. That was that was Bayside. They had a new. I guess they have a new album. It's really really is this good. New? Like yeah, brand, it new, ju- brand new. It just came out two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. So um, it's uh, really really good. Volume two, but it's uh, them just doing their songs. Yeah, acoustically. And yeah, I think it's their uh, big and from hits, what I heard, the acoustic album they did before was acoustic versions of their big hits at that time, uh-huh. and it was all just exactly what you'd expect an emo band to sound like with an acoustic guitar. Right. Very just, sad. Very. They take yeah. elements out. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is I think that's the part that you're that you're like it's not they end up sounding like country because yeah. they're because they're a lot of times uh, country you use a lot of like acoustic uh, yeah but man six you gotta admit that one you played six 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 mm-hmm. it sounds like a country song yeah 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 the, uh, the kick drum like the like that's what I'm saying yeah, it's, it's like the, the mix tambourine. sounds like yeah it. the mix sounds like that because yeah. Dustin Kensrue left uh, or not left but did a side like his own side thing with uh, solo and all that shit. Which came out very country. Yeah, like this is like, but his voice. I think it's because he's a shitty singer. Yeah, so he's like, yes, Dustin Kensrue's a shitty singer. Sorry guys, <laughs> I like him. Well, I feel I, the same way I, about I, Anthony Ranieri, the yeah, lead singer I, at Bayside. His voice is terrible. I I like again my favorite band. There's no effects, so I have obviously I have terrible. Yeah. Uh, but there's hold on, let me see if they can find. Uh, Damn, he's put out a lot. But to, he put out a Christmas album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but he's also very Christian. Yeah. So this is hold on. But like uh, off mic, I was saying Anthony Green. I feel kind of the same. Been, like, listen to this. I've been with Sally. Es- essentially, I've been with Sue. you might as well just say, "I'm gonna rip off Johnny Cash right now." I've been everywhere, man, and I'm a boy named Sue. This is his first solo album, but there was one that one I wanted to play that, like this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not so folk. Sounds more country. Yeah. I, and I feel the same way about Anthony Green. His yeah. newest album is definitely way more country. But I think it's because he's working closer with the band Good Old War, who no one... I love Good Old War. You can't convince me they're not yeah, a country yeah. band. Like, they're totally a country band. Absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. Is like, these, like a lot of these things are... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think... Like, you were saying that, do you think that's just... They turn into that. Yeah, but I think, just, I think it's literally... I think it's the challenge because... At, like when I used to be like when I was in bands and stuff like that at first, I would always make fun of people for playing acoustic guitars and shit like that. But yeah. then I realized acoustic, an acoustic guitar is essentially just a guitar you can play anywhere. Yeah, 
That's like uh, with electric guitars, you have to have the fucking amp. You have to have right. electricity. You have to have a good you can amp. Make a, yeah, you can make an acoustic guitar sound fucking right. rocking. So, so but, what I like, and one of my favorite things about Tenacious D was the, the fact that they had acoustic guitar. Yeah, but they were able to do metal with it. Yeah, they were able to take that element and bring it. And they had obviously the studio recording had a lot more, and now yeah. their live show has a lot more and stuff like that. But right. But with these, I feel like it's just a challenge to the musician to when they do stuff like that. Yeah. With this, I feel like this is them trying to be folky or country. Yeah. When they go side project and write their own originals yeah, and stuff I agree. like that. When they just repurpose them as an acoustic album. Yeah. Because that's the thing is these a lot of times you'll take them out. Yeah. And old old punk or emo bands would just take elements out of their music. Yeah. And they would have they would just have this shitty... So that's why all acoustic and, yeah. emo shit sounded like garbage, I, like I Bright Eyes and all, all those other... Hey man. Fuck that. They <laughs> sound terrible. Yeah. His voice is awful. Yeah, but that's why... Because it's yeah, so that's emo. That's why it's so bad. It's, it's good, it's right. It's that's Elliot, how we got Trump, it's like guys. like Elliot Smith. Okay? Who no, the fuck is like, that? <laughs> you know who Elliot Smith is? No. Is really? that the guy at the Morrissey? No. Elliot Smith is the guy who... Oh, that's Morrissey. <laughs> Elliot he was Smith, in the Smiths. Elliot Smith is the king of emo. He's the one. He stabbed himself to death because he got in a fight with his girlfriend and she locked herself in the bathroom. No, that's Oscar. That's Oscar Pistorius. No, he shot his girlfriend to death. Which one had legs? Uh, Oscar. No, both Elliot of these Smith. stories got legs. Chris, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I, you're full of shit. No, <laughs> Elliot Elliot Smith. Elliot. Who Smith. was he the singer of? What was he? The he was of? Elliot Smith. He wasn't the lead singer of a band. I have no idea who you're talking. He was about. Elliot Smith. He's like he's like the. Like our generation's Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, I would like say he's so. He's a big old That's whiny sufficient. pussy. Yeah, absolutely. Great. He stabbed himself to death. Good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, pussy. No, I, I think it's just <laughs> quit singing about I, being sad. Pussy. Like, I think the the Bayside acoustic album I think comes from the. Uh, I think they all kind of just matured to be like, oh, this is the kind of music we like making well, now. This like, is... I think their next album may just be a country album uh, because his solo stuff yeah. w- was all, co- all uh, by the country. Way, I'm not a, I don't know yeah. them that well. So, But Anthony Ranieri's solo stuff is all country. Okay. And now this album, even though it's acoustic, it's added elements that give it a more country feel. It wouldn't shock me if they release an all country album now. Okay. It, I, um, which I, I I'd be know. cool with. I, I think that would be good. Yeah, I think bad. his voice fits it really well. I think they've got a good poppy country kind of sound to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be interesting to see them do an all country album. But I was just, it's weird. I was wondering what the proclivity is. Why these screamo or emo or punk bands, I think when because their lead it comes a lot more accessible. Stuff. When you become older, it's not about it's, like it's, shredding and you're shit not like destroying that. your voice, right? Like I think I think that's why Anthony Green is that way because in his solo stuff he can't be shredding his voice anymore. Could be all the pills. Too. He's well, yeah, he doesn't do those anymore. Oh, wink, sorry, wink, sorry, wink. sorry. Um, but no, he's got that male. He's got that falsetto, mm-hmm. so it shreds his throat to do like Circus Survive or Seosin songs. Right. So his solo stuff is more like his voice is a little bit more tame. He still screams sometimes because at, that's why people like him. Right. Um, the whiny like, baby scream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Barf. Um, but the reason we're talking about music today, Pat, is because uh, the number okay. one band in the world, Coheed uh-huh. and Cambria, released a new album this past what? Friday. Florida Georgia Line. Wait, and, what? Uh, Who'd you say? Coheed and Cambria. Oh. And it is fucking awesome. Is I it? love it so much. Uh, it's called Unhe- Unheavenly Creatures. It is the uh, it is the first story in a five-part series I just release an album. <laughs> it is the fucking stop. It, it is the first story in a five-part series, and it picks up after the album No World for Tomorrow, 
We don't know how long after yet. Why don't these guys just promised. quit music and start writing video games? He, they write comic books and stuff too. Dorks. Um, Leave it there. No, Do the other thing. No, Stop bringing both that, worlds, Pat. This is both sides. This is what it's like when worlds collide. Oh. So you want to hear some Static X. <laughs> oh, is that you? How's your hair get so big all of a sudden? Your grandpa has... Is he dead? The lead singer? Assume, right? Either, sure. I think he's Matt Hardy now. He looks like, oh, a lot like Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah, he does. Right? Wasn't he Matt Hardy, the guy from Static X? Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Whitest Buddha Boys uh, episode. <laughs> fucking ever. <laughs> um, but no, uh, so the the album, I really, really like it a lot. Oh, no, that's um, the point I was going to make. Sorry. It's the fact that the, uh, keep your side project shit side project. Like, don't bring acoustic into thrice. Don't bring acoustic. Well, this isn't into a side project. Bayside. It's been a. It's been a. It's been. But that's what I'm saying. The the writing and all that. It's the, been the story. But it's been their thing from the beginning. What <sighs> back when they were Shibuti? Shut up. Before they were even care. before they were even coding Cambria, they were writing the story along with it. What's song? What's your favorite song? Off my the favorite. Album so far? Oh my god. So w- we want to just start with my favorite song. Or um, I don't know. What do you? I, we're not going to go I track think, by track. We're gonna. No, we're gonna hit right. your your best. Um, so I think. So my favorite song as of right now is The Gutter for sure. It's one of the singles uh-huh. um, off the album. I think it's the best song. It is rockin'. It's my favorite one so far. But there's a couple other ones I want to play, but we can start with that. And we don't have to there's listen no to the whole song. Gutter, the Gutter. It's the 11th track on the album. Mm. Nope. It is right after Nighttime Walkers and right before All on Fire. Got it. Sounds great so far. Hold on. It Sounds like it. a video game commercial. Oh, that's a thing I want to... Talk about it. All that. right, put your fucking gun away, boy. Sorry, you got me <laughs> excited. Pointed a gun at me. Why'd you get a gun? <laughs> Over my dead I'm already not huge. Hold on. Not, just wait. This is what I'm talking about. It picks out. This is why I don't like Kohei No, Gabriel. it's got a build. It's, it's, it's a, hold on. Hold on. It's got a build, Hold on. Pat. Hold on. This is 11th song. Let's keep having long now intros. If I had my way, I would leave you here to waste your final days. Wasted my time. Hold on. Cover looks like a video Is this the video with the sun <laughs> So this is one of the things I want to talk about on this album. That thing that just happened. They do a ton of really, really cool, weird uh, chorus screaming in this album. That was just gang vocals, bro. Huh? Never heard gang vocals before? Well, no, I know it's gang vocals, but I'm saying, like, it, it, they're doing this, they've done it more in this album than they have in any other one. Uh-huh. And it sounds really, really good. Like, every time they do it in this album, it feels super duper appropriate. Um, but that song I really, really like. I think it's the strongest single that they've released for sure. It sounds like a single. Yeah, um, that sounds like, yeah, that sounds like a radio song. For it definitely, sure. well, there's another song that um, it feels like uh, there's a song, Toys. Toys, I think, is going to be the next single off of it and may actually get radio play. Oh. Like, do they still get radio play? These no. guys, these Coheeds and these Cambrias? Uh, they never really did, unless you oh, listen surprise, to just college radio. Ten seconds and still nothing's happened. Again, it's happening. It's cool. It's angels. Fifteen seconds. But no, this feels like it could be on the radio. Well, I don't like it, so I think you're right. <laughs> they should have a radio edit for this one. Nobody's gonna put up with the shit. I don't know. It sounds. It, I mean, it could just be the mix. Jesus Christ! These guys waste <laughs> more of my fucking time than any other that's goddamn band, dude. That's. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Forty-one seconds in. We're in the song. Still, nothing's happening. Lots of lot has a lot has happened. If this was a movie, I would have shut it off. Fifty-two seconds. 
Hold on. 52 seconds. Yeah. This is... It's, it builds up really. This guy's an amazing guitar player. He's and I haven't heard any of it yet. Minute and three seconds. We're finally at the song, guys. Right. Wake up, kids. We're at the Can't, song. <laughs> Can't you hear this on the radio? That just this part? Not, not, not so much. Really? It sounds like a rush. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it could be on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> what? Is this, this song's called Toys, right? Yeah. Is this about Toys R Us? Yeah. So then the next two songs on the album, Black Sunday uh-huh. and Queen of the Dark. Black Sunday, really but won't you get the, the next one I want you to play is True Ugly. True Ugly. True Ugly is really good. The this guitar, one's about Chris Williams, everybody. <laughs> Just give us the two or three minutes. Awesome. And then we'll nope, get this. This one starts right away. There we go. That's what I'm saying. Get them fingers out. You know? Yeah. Loosen them fingers up, baby. Shred, brother. Yeah. Clapping. So that, okay, so to enjoy this album, you have to be following the story, right? I mean, like, unless you're like a, because, as, as, like, and this is, unless you like, look, no disrespect, like some of the worst music I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Didn't their bass player die? No, he got kicked out because he tried to uh, rob Oxycontin from a, from a Rite Aid. <laughs> Well, I can show you that building. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, they're doing a lot. They do a lot of weird stuff. I don't get the clapping. The recording sounds good, though. Yeah, they sound like it sounds like a good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that sounds like weird, like uh, the screaming and stuff. Yeah, it sounds like weird, like uh, like lots of filters and shit. That's the weird thing I have with like Foo Fighters. Yeah. A lot of times, like Dave Grohl's voice. When it's like, I mean, it, it, that's kind of his persona. Yeah. I know we've talked about that before, but like, I'm trying to think, what is he has such a clear voice. I don't think they need so many like different things. I don't know. I, I, I guess the, a lot of these songs are like when I'm looking at uh, this one's what, three minutes and, I don't know, five minutes and five and a half minutes almost. Yeah. The average song on the album, the song four, average, the album average is five and a half minutes. Yeah. Four um, minutes. Like, th- I don't think there's a song under. There's seven minutes. Two minutes. Prologue is the beginning. Yeah. Which is just the intro, right? Yeah. Which is just like space noises and then a uh, uh, a monologue right. about who Vaxis is, and why this story matters. Oh, so they're um, anti-vax? No. <laughs> are they pro-vax? Of, there's Wait, one hold on. Of the are songs. you saying Coheed and Cambria is anti-vax? No. <laughs> so they're, they're pro-vax? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that I'm sounds trying, like a vax. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. There's one. There's a couple songs on here that have like. Um, like chip tunesy kind of intros. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, old flames. Play, uh, play old flames. Old flames. All right. So this one has a very interesting intro that feels different than the rest of the album. There's a couple of these. Oh boy. Five minutes and forty-seven seconds, guys. Oh wait, this maybe, is gonna be a long maybe intro. I'm thinking of the wrong one. Maybe the, this is the one I'm thinking of. Really? <laughs> is this the funeral um, song? This is where Vax dies at the end. Sorry, spoiler. Actually. <gasps> One of the characters does die in this song. Well, but then she comes back to life. Come on, spoiler! <laughs> what is this Game of Thrones? So they're writing Game of Thrones. Yeah, the music. But space. But space. Oh, is this space? Yeah. I did not get that. This is space. 
from the picture where there's spaceships flying around and yeah, stuff? Yeah, but there's fire. There's no fire in space. Well, the Neil deGrasse Tyson has said it. They're on a prison it. planet. Oh, here we go. Called uh, the Dark Sentencer. There's five of them. Is this the song you wanted to hear or not? No, this is the <laughs> All right, thank God. This one? Lucky Stars? No. Uh oh went too far. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a good album. Like so. Okay. So I guess what's important is you're happy with it. You're can, like oh, not just content with it. it. Nighttime Walkers. All right. That's the one. Anyway. So they, so they are talking about fucking <laughs> Game of Thrones. Nightman. Whoa. <laughs> wow. What a surprise. They got to get the synth out, or they're not a real project. Do you think Hambo likes his album? Yeah. Does he? I think so. <laughs> the one thing I love, uh, this album more than any other one, the fucking drums in this album are so good. Yeah. Like, they're so loud, and they're, they're like, so upfront. It, it's really in the forefront of the music. It's really interesting. more to do yeah well that's the thing just so what i like about their drummer josh Shepard is he is a classically trained musician like he went to school for it and like is super nerdy about music um he's a really terrible rap career but people like him because he's just totally um but he like does all the piano parts too like all of the organ and classical piano uh-huh. parts so like his music like the drums just they feel so technically nice. They're not over complex, but they feel like technically nice. Right, right. Um, they feel very appropriate. Um, and very then tasteful. The yeah, the lead single off of this album and the namesake for the album, "Unheavenly Creatures," um, is another one that has like that weird chip tunesy intro. But this this is another really really good song. This one gets me pumped up. Really? Yeah. It gives you goosebumps. Uh, we were young and had it all figured out She was the quiet one and I had the mouth until she His vocals in this song are very good too Oh, oh this song also is very good the Oh, is it? The guitar is very good in this song too End of True Ugly has a really good guitar song. Yeah. I think it's true. To me, the, this is my problem with there was a there was a time there was a guy who left. It was he left Dillinger. Okay. To go to where did he go? Didn't he go to D- Dillinger? The drummer. Yeah. Yeah, the drummer. Yeah. Left Dillinger Escape Plan to go to. He was just a fill-in for a little while. Though. Right, but he went to he Coheed did, and Cambridge, yeah. right? And I this is why this is exactly why I get pissed off because listen, like. Well, the al- the only album he did the drums for, the drums are really fucking good. But that's what I'm saying. It's like this is this is their pace. Like this this was the part where there was a there was one album that um, Unearth put out that was I'm I'm a big Unearth fan. That they're probably my favorite. They are my favorite metal band. Whatever. But they had 
I, every single album that they put out, I was just like, this is incredible. And I, I really loved how unique the drums sounded. Yeah. And how he was able to stand out with accents and certain things that he did yeah. that was so much better. And then they put out one album called The March that I was just like, this song sounds like dog shit. Yeah. I was just, not dog shit, but I was just like, it just doesn't have that, I don't feel the thing. And that's kind of like, I'm not saying that it's, <clears throat> I was already not a fan of theirs kind of thing. Yeah. But like their thing, it's just like it reminds me of like newer thrice stuff, where it's just like I don't feel what you're not conveying the message to me. I'm not I'm not feeling the art. It just sounds well, like to me like yeah, just like filler, I, I think I think know? and I was talking to my cousin about this who she is just recently getting into Coheed after me like talking to her about like uh-huh. she's the one who I share a lot of my musical tastes with and like her and I will like share bands with each other all the time. Right. Um. But she is just recently like getting into Coheed uh, and like their Afterman albums specifically. She was saying how much she likes them because they don't. I will agree with her on this. The Afterman doesn't require um, the other songs for yeah. you to be into them, whereas I feel like the Dark Sensor and a lot of Coheed's other albums as well, or uh, yeah, the um, Unheavenly Creatures and all of the other albums before right. that, with the exception of the Afterman albums, a lot of the songs are heavily dependent on what comes before and after them. And Coheed even does that because like the end of their the album end of guys, song yeah. four leads into song five. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're, they're trying to not do that with their singles. You can def, but when you listen to the album, you can definitely tell. It takes you so much, you but it takes you tell. out of it. You know what um, I mean? Like, and they're good. They're solid singles. Like from what yeah. I, you hear, like, yeah, that sounds like something I'd hear, but that's what sucks about it is the fact that that sounds like something I'd hear but, on the radio. But, uh, but I think uh, when I was talking to her about it is I think that like the Afterman albums, I think the reason why they can kind of strongly stand uh, like isolated and why a lot of fans came into the band on that album um, is because it, Story wise, it does something different that they haven't done before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's what I'm saying. So, is like story wise, like what the right. fuck are you talking but, about? Well, What's well, just a band? But, the, but God damn it! So the thing is, is I. But what I'm saying is like the reason why I think Coheed suffers in albums like this one is that if you're not listening to the whole song, you're right. not getting the picture. That if you're want. not, if you're not With an album person, if you don't have listen to one the whole, song, stop they the, have one song on the new album called the um, the Pavilion. Uh-huh. Um, which is like they've worked it into the story, but it was also a song written about Claudio thinking about whether or not he wants to leave the band. Okay, um, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so like I want to hear, I want to hear those stories. I want to hear your personal experiences. How well, do you feel about prob- this? What do you love about this? Like person? their album, The Color Before the Sun. Then probably yeah. Because if they weren't all. all the, if they're like all the, the fire reached the sky, <laughs> yeah, and then no, they that, walked across uh, the plain. The color before the sun is panned by a lot of Coheed fans because it doesn't fit into the story. So, a what lot was of the thing you said from the new um, one? The Pavilion. So, this song they fit into the story, but it's also about like him. This one feels like a single too. Do you, but do you see? Do you hear automatically like there's like it seems like there was a purpose to this one. Yeah. Like, but also it just has that fucking cheesy like. Here we go, guys. We're about to tell you a story. Well, it's Sit a, on this down. This is a ballad. Sure. Yeah. But. Um, this song is about him wondering whether or not he should leave the band. They're not doing anything that any other band hasn't done. You know what I mean? That's what well, that's what they sucks are about in, it. In the and story. they and they and yeah. they they haven't done. It, you know yeah. what I mean? In the story, I would say it's how they're doing some other band. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Ad- attaching that. Carry yeah. them over your shoulders, you fear. This feels like church. This when you it feels like I could hear this. I could imagine being in church and this being like a church. Yeah, yeah. It just it has that feel to it. Um, 
Uh, but like, yeah, you may actually like the album The Color Before the Sun because that's all about like life stuff. Right. It's not life stuff hidden within these songs about this other universe. To me, also, it's not impressive to have a five or six minute song if like the first minute and a half you're not really doing anything. Yeah, really doing anything. Well, like, but again, that's another like. But every okay, so, single song, right? Not one single song gets into it. Not one single song just goes. It all builds up. Like we're almost at we're at a minute and a half. Well, yeah, you're hitting the chorus now. This is the chorus. But no, when they get out of this, if they go back into exactly what they had, what that was was the all like intro up to this. No, that was the first verse. This is the chorus. All right, and then they go out of this into verse two. What I think is really interesting about this song is the whole thing leading up to the chorus is all about like why he thinks it's time to leave, but then it then the chorus ends with him. Do you see how everything's changed? How there's so many more layers at this part? This is a verse. The other that was a verse that he was saying, but the music and the actual performance built up to the. Now we're starting the song. This is the song. Really, you don't count the first. Listen to this beginning. So you don't count that compared to this. This is what was happening before. This well, is all intro, well, dude. This is intro until he starts singing. I'm just I saying. Agree. But it, it's it's. But once he starts singing, it's not. I don't think it's the intro. Anymore. I just think like this. Drums kind of doing filling stuff, like yeah, pumping you up, guys. You guys ready? Huh? You can't talk during the first verse if you're going. You guys ready? Yeah, everybody get your hands up! This is the first verse right here, right here. But you hear all that. But there's also the guitar in the background doing the boop a Right, but then now we'll skip ahead to here. This is the chorus. Yeah, right. Yeah, I forgot we're only two minutes in. And this is like the intro part again, right? Remember that part? Now we're going to get into that. So many more elements to it. Yeah. But then the third verse, there's even more elements. Like, that's one thing they do a lot is each verse, the song gets more and more complicated. Right. I guess that's, I guess that's, that's the one thing I think is this is suffering from a little bit. and I'm not expecting you to sit down and listen to a seven-minute song. Oh, man. But you're cutting out the song before you're getting into verse two and verse three. But that's what I'm saying. But, that, but I'm cutting it out at, like, three minutes in. Yeah. That's like, I mean, if you're writing a, if you're writing an album, that's cool. But get to your fucking point before that. Yeah. Because all, all, all I'm hearing is, like, for a prog rock band, is I'm hearing verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, done. Is that's what I'm hearing. It's like all if all the prog is coming at the last minute, then you're uh, you're no, a first chorus band, you're a radio band see, that I, has I, prog elements. See, I disagree. I don't think it's all coming in the last. This part. is a pop song. This, this is, is a, this oh, is a radio pop song. I definitely agree. This is a yes. pop song for sure. But this is the one that is the least in their story as well. Right. Like even Claudio has said, like this, like so in the in the narrative, this is the two main characters accepting their fate. Right. Right. Um. But it's also but, it's also but him. It's, it's mostly him going wanting, that. thinking whether or not he leaves the ba- he should leave the band. But like one of the things that I think is an interesting subplot of that song is it takes the whole like you know the there's the cliche of like flip a coin and whatever you hope for while it's in the air is the thing you should do. Like if you're flipping a okay. coin to make a decision and in the air you're like I hope it's heads 
then you automatically know what, no matter what the result is, heads is what you should do. And that that song incorporates that because in literally in the course he's like talking about all of the things that make him want to leave and it's like but if you want me to stay just just ask like I, think, I just want to feel he's really just saying i just want to feel wanted i think that's and that's an important thing is the fact that now right now yeah. they were a band that were that were not maybe maybe not up i don't know how how long their like fame lasted i don't know like, I would like say, their fame fame i would say welcome home so like 2006 right 2000, so like so then there, there was probably a two, while or, where they're like 2008 i think is when that album came out so 10 years ish where at this point now where now 12 years they've so decided to start making music just for their audience i feel and I, that's mm, what i, I yes, don't know man i think i don't I think, get any of that feeling see, from I, that music i think they're i think it's the opposite I think it's getting close to the opposite. So now go back to the color before the sun, which is their, which is their nearest release. It's the album right before this one. Um, this one, that one, yeah. and play. Um, Island Eraser, Colors, Here to Mars, Ghost, Atlas, uh, Young Love. Uh, you, you got spilt, kid, spirit. Oh, kid. S- play that one. Play you got spirit, kid. All right. This is their hit single, quote unquote. Also, and now again, this album does not exist in their narrative. This is just, this is just a standalone album. Right. This is just music. There's no fucking this is just story a behind album. it, and they're in space. And- yeah. Keep on streaming from the top this song is actually about him, like dealing with having a kid for the first time. This is like talented uh, Andrew WK. <laughs> That's what this feels like. Right, it's like a pop, <laughs> it's a pop rock song. Yeah. Actually, I like the drums better on this. One. Yeah. I like the snare. Nobody gives a fuck who you are. That's why there's the E. But now, what's cool about this song is. This reminds me of the uh, this. Now I will say I li- I do like this better. Yeah. And I will say that this reminds me of uh, the uh, fuck. God damn it. Trick. Oh yeah. But this song is about his son. This, okay. This song is about like the realism of like. Yeah, and it's better. It's, it's markably it's better like, than the other stuff because I feel like I believe something yeah. here that there. They, I can tell that there's something. And then it the does other- sound like a pop song, but it sounds like yeah. something that there might be actual substance to, <laughs> in my opinion. Sorry. Yeah. That, I'm saying Personal it's conveyed. Substance. It's conveyed. Not, not a narrative. It. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I don't see. That's what I'm saying. Is I'll go to a fucking movie if I want to hear a story. Uh, the next one is uh, Here to Mars is another, is their like hit ballad off of this album. That's a, It's a love song, but I think it's one you might dig. Get into guitar earlier. You're known for playing guitar and your fucking silly voice. Hey stranger, this has something. I knew you were gonna like. Yes. I knew you'd like it because it's different. It's not yes. just a. Uh, 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 well, I will. I will say that's like a this, fucking DVD. A lot, so a lot of people, uh, you've never listened to the band The Deer Hunter, but a lot of Coheed fans who also like The Deer Hunter are saying this new Vaxis series is gonna be Coheed's version of the Deer Hunter of a Deer Hunter album. Because it's way more cinematic. It feels right. more like a play. 
then their old stuff did that still also, told the story the existence of a bridge here yeah that's nice this song is this song is actually very good Bridge is one of the most underestimated elements of any music. People yes. don't realize how important those things are and how simple they are. Yeah. Well, the guitar in this song is really good, but really like simple. This is the song Elon Musk played in the car while it was going through <laughs> Really? He did. This was one of the songs on the playlist. <laughs> it sounds better. Yeah. Like this this is my point is all right. So they're one of my favorite bands, but not definitely over the years, the more releases they've put out, the more I've disliked them. Yeah. And I mentioned Dustin Kensrew earlier, yeah. who's the lead singer of Thrice. Now I, I it's there are they are so fucking hit or miss with me. Yeah. Right? They're but like they had they they have their uh all right, so they have their popular. I think this one's one of the hits. Cody support them. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they've got to be. It's just it's a lot of crossover. Yeah. So, Artists in the Ambulance is one of the first albums I heard of theirs that I thought was a perfect, like one of the perfect albums. Like I thought it was. Did you listen to the start receive- to finish? This reminds me of the, the receiving end of Silence. Did you listen to them back in the that day? Sounds like, that sounds like that sounds familiar. They probably all went on tour. Yeah, I've probably seen all of these bands. You know, yeah. but well, so the receiving end of Sirens is the the lead singer of the Deer Hunter. It's his previous band. But can you hear like the actual like it seems like raw actual emotion? Lots of takes in the studio. Yeah, like they actually changed the key that they were tuned in because of the pitch of his voice. And it became easier for him to sing so he could do more with his voice. Yeah. So, so this is a hit. But there's still some ele- there's elements to it that you want to talk about classy drummers. This guy right here. Patient. Yeah. Well, that's what I love like Josh Hatcher's like Coheed's wood stuff. Like, uh, his drumming and keeping secrets is really good. Um, he's got some, su- like, such good drumming. Parts, right. But, but that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's the hit, right? Yeah. So, it has, this is this is their hit. That's the, that has, I think that was possibly one of the ones that was on. I think it was more so this one. Either Stare at the Sun or Artist in the Ambulance, the actual title track from the, the album. Yeah. They had a lot of hits from the song, right? Yeah. But... You feel like the uh, to me in my in my opinion like they have like they believed in these songs. Yeah. It comes through very clearly. Like what what the bass player is playing right now, he doesn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like well, he wrote and, that. Well, and that's one thing like uh, with Coheed that I really love. One of the aspects of the band that I really love is. Coheed is almost one of those bands where Whoa. it's just Claudio Sanchez, and then when they tour or when they put out an album, because what he does is so every song Claudio writes, he does the guitar part on acoustic guitar uh-huh. in his home studio and records the vocals and then sends it to the other guys, and it's like, what do you think will fit with this? So the guitarist Travis Stever, he gets to make his parts, right? And the bassist Zach gets to make his parts, right? And the drummer Josh gets to make his parts. They all get to decide how the song is gonna cohes, uh, like. Um, come together cohesively 
so that's one thing where I agree with like this sort of thing too. Is like I think I feel that in their parts because I know that they made that decision. Right. I know that they decided to play the drums that well, way. I know that's they what decided I'm saying. to play it's the bass they, that they, way. For me, the songs weren't about whether they were catchy or not. Every, to me, every song on this album literally could be a sing- is a hit to me. Yeah. And and, yeah. and and what I'm saying is like everyone I believe in I, them I felt, and I don't believe that they're phoning it any of this in. Well, and that's one of the reasons why I'm not one of the Coheed fans who hated the color before the sun because that felt like that album right. to me even though it's not my favorite one sounds like it's all hits. Right. And I think it's because it stands alone. It's not it's not requiring the narrative. So what what I'm going what I want to go back to is what I said earlier about my cousin. So in the Afterman, <clears throat> they did something like narratively where they introduced this thing called uh, key entity extractions, which so essentially what happened is in the story, the guy who discovered the key work, which is the energy that connects all the planets together and keeps on, them from man. colliding. Yeah. Uh, he discovered that if he went into the key work, he got to essentially being John Malkovich, a spirit. Uh-huh. So he went into the key work and then he would, he would be That's in some, he would be in someone else's body experiencing what they did. So what happens is you're getting these, you getting, you're getting like two songs of story but like it's two songs of like this story, and then here's this complete standalone song that is about like it's still within Arts. the story. <laughs> it's still within the story, but it's not quite as concerned with continuing where the last song left I, off. Honestly, just um, fucking write movies, dude. Like that's what I, I, I think I hate they want that to. Shit. They ideally want to. See, I I like it because I we listen to music differently. I listen to music for the lyrics, yeah. and I think you listen for music. the sounds. Well, um, it's music. That's what I'm saying. It's like because. I I like vocals and I think they're I consider them another instrument in the yeah, thing. But I I but I, I don't just, give a fuck about lyrics. Yeah, for the most lyrics part. are the most. I don't give a shit to me music. about like to me the art is you can convey what you want the feeling. Yeah, that because that's what I'm saying is you, I don't want to again. I feel like lyrics are your opinion or See, lyrics and, are your point of view, and that's cool sometimes yeah. if you agree with the person. But a lot of times these guys are pussies, and I <laughs> like thrice is very religious. Yeah, but. I will absolutely listen to them anytime. Yeah. I will give them every time they release an album, I will listen to it to yeah. give it a shot because I have in the past believed their conviction. Yeah. Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah. I believe what they're saying because well, I can I can feel the actual the uh, the emotion of it. Yeah. And that's I, what I'm saying is you can try to produce you can have a great producer, you can have a great uh studio, you can have the best equipment, but yeah. you can't fake Art. You yeah. can't fake art, in my opinion. Right, and I, I, I do think their older stuff. Maybe it's just because I'm a, I'm, a, I've been a fan for so long that I feel right. this way about their older stuff. Well, you're but, established that you know them, right? Like that but you're already. I, I do feel like their older stuff felt like it had more art to it. Right. Whereas, like, while I love this album and I think it's really good, it is way more play like. It's to different. Me. Yeah. Like, have you ever listened to the Deer Hunter? So no, I'll, I'll show you, you what I mean. So we just bring, talked about it. Uh, bring up the deer <laughs> no, hunter. No, no, no. I'm not done talking about Thrace, dum-dum. Well, no, I'm saying when you're done with them, bring up the deer hunter, and I want to show you what I mean by like songs that feel like they're in a play. Okay, so I played those two that were like just they're, they're both. Yeah. I don't know what actually were like real actual hits like yeah. that, like on the radio and shit like that. But I know that artists in the ambulance and like those like stare at the sun. Those were ones that were like videos those were what like those were on video games and those were like those were the marketable songs same album right somehow they're able to keep that edge and it's not it didn't feel like to me they didn't feel like just the like a screamo type deal or whatever but they had this they have in the same album this song paper tigers one of my favorites
tuning. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, I believe they wanted to play this song. Yeah. Like, yeah, because if you didn't, why would you go so far away from like, what I'm doing? But listen to this part. Why is the bass player playing scales? Because he wants to. Because he feels that's what fucking goes there. Yeah. It's perfect. I, I feel that the same way about Moe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, have, you, have you ever but listened like the, to... But, like, the rest of the song is... I'm sorry. The rest of the song is so simplistic and just, like, sledgehammer, like, literally, like this part. Like, they just pound it. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the song Everything Evil by Coheed? That's my favorite song. Okay. Uh, so, so that's my... I, I, I would say play that one next because... That's another one. I feel like every part of that song is this. I'm, I feel the same way. But they have. I feel like it's what they want to do. They have this element of of being able to stay, like a, a weird elegance with their the class that they have. Yeah. In. It's it's a cla- It's not. It's not just a, you know, when when my feeling. It's not. There is like, like. It, you can tell that there is a there's something going on. Well, it, it's funny because my so my so, least favorite uh, my least favorite Coheed album is Fear f- uh, f- from Fear Through the Eyes of Madness, mm-hmm. um, the one that has the big red ivy on it. Right. I think that's their worst album, and that's because it's a breakup album. Like Claudio's, who was his girlfriend at the time, it's now his current wife. She broke up with him in between the last album and that album. Right. So all of the songs on that album just feel like kind of whiny. A lot of them feel kind of whiny and kind of like. So after after like our, the song "Welcome Home," right? Like that, boom, 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 boom. That one, like a video game. That song, <laughs> that song is all about just like her leaving him, right? And like him thinking she's a whore. And stuff. I think I think that uh, my my thing with thrice was that appealed to my <laughs> had my had my attention at the fucking the you know yeah. guitar parts the fucking heaviness of it see the, that's the thing about like the angst well, like, part well, of it yeah welcome home no matter how much i i say i don't like that song it's still very it's, fucking it's good. a great song like but you've heard that one mm-hmm. the, yeah that's my that's you, my that's yeah. how i know them mm-hmm. but within so i'm i became a a Big fri- Thrice fan, I like catched up. Even I'm a big Thrice fan too. <laughs> their their back catalog is, it's good. I like it, and and like, eh, but it's still a little. I this this is what I like. This is yeah. what I I feel like artistically, and that's again that's my personal preference or whatever. But right after that, they put out Visu, like yeah. not right out then their next album Visu, mm-hmm. and it immediately becomes my favorite Thrice album of all time. I was gonna say I've heard th- I've heard this, people talk about this album as their best, but. Same band again. Remember that last that last song in this one. Oh wait, this one. This is what I talk about when you do something different or you do something out of your element. And this feels like old Circle Survive, but this is feels like a prison. It feels like a chain game, right? Yeah. They bring out other elements, they, but. The, my favorite part is everything that they're doing here, the band is doing on stage. They don't need, like, you know what I'm saying? Like how you were saying, this is my favorite. But it still has that edge, right? It has a, a weird, eerie kind of old Civil War-y yeah. photo 
yes. weird kind of like sweating. Reminiscent. Yeah. Each one of these songs makes me feel like a temperature. Yeah. Every one of these songs makes me feel a mood. You know what I mean? See, Tony does that. But maybe there's some some part It's just, it's unrelenting. It's, it's, it's... There's a message to the feeling that they're conveying. You know what I mean? That the words don't matter. I get that this is, there's turmoil. There's fucking something here. And it makes me feel what I feel. But, But it's one of those things that, like, they go from something like that. Again, a lot of these songs are very, very religious sounding. But this is one... <laughs> when I first heard it, I was like, I want this played at my funeral. But the the jump from that album to this album, it this is but they're back to back. You have yeah. pops, you know, poppy uh, single, poppy single sound. You know what I mean? No while keeping that edge, while fucking still keeping artistically integral. This album sound it reminds like me of Alexis Sunshine. Probably, yeah, yeah. It reminds me a lot of that because it goes from like a really harsh screaming song to something like this. But th- but there's so much substance here. Yeah. It's so rooted in religion. Did you listen to Alexis on Fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of them. And and honestly, I I know what you're talking about. That's the comparison. Yeah. But they're telling a story and they're telling a they're taking you through things and they're but they're not saying like. And then uh, Smithfield got on the spaceship and he flew to Mars. And then he went to here. Like, that's not what Cody's doing. But they're saying like he walks on the sun and then he like it's, like it's more theatrical. It's more like show feel. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like to me. It's more of a theatrical feel with them than it is like an artistic. Man, you'd feel. really hate to hear. Okay. <laughs> you would like. We gotta play. We gotta before we play oh, everything you. We gotta play that because I want to hear you fucking tear this band apart that I love. Okay. <laughs> but um, so like, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the things are about um, struggle with faith. Yeah. A lot of their um, a, a lot of it is it, it feels like there's there's con- they, it's a conflicting. Well, see, that's the thing. Like uh, again, Kohi definitely. If you read, but if you read the lyric, if you actually read the lyrics to a lot of the songs on Visu, they are very, very rooted in religion. Yeah, and stuff. Like Kohi that. <laughs> buries it so deep, but there is like Claudio's talked about before how like every song, while it fits into the Amory Wars narrative, also has its like own real life thing that goes along with it. Deer Hunter. Uh, yeah, but it's D E A R, the Deer Hunter. Oh, so it's not Deer Hunter. It's no the, the Deer, deer Hunter. D E A R. There's already two, so fucking uh, great. Yeah, Deer Hunter is like a synth pop. Uh, um, what song? What song should I play? Um, play. Um, he said he had a story or uh, Red Hands. <laughs> How long does it take for these to start? Uh, it's gonna start like six right minute now. song. Great. Like you might like what's got a score to settle though, but yeah, this band you're really gonna hate, especially this song. Even if never his, his voice is one of my favorite vocals. Why would I not like this? Because of how like theatrical. Like I, I don't even have an imagination, and I can picture him 
on a dark lit stage. Like, what are you talking about? Like singing this song too much. Are you? No, no, I'm not going to do it. Musical theater, not theatrical. Yeah, like this is not like uh, I'm not thinking cats with this. I'm thinking like play, uh, he said he's got a story to tell. It's on Act Three. He's got a really good voice. His voice is amazing. Uh, there's a YouTube video. See, this is the same thing with there's a YouTube video I want you to play at the end to show how fucking good his voice really is. What's the song he said? What do you know? What the album is? Uh, it's Act Three. He said he had a story to tell. Felt so good. Uh, it's the thirteenth song. It's after Transition Four. This one is is like a fucking play. There was a silver circle sign, and she was standing at the door. We pressed our way right through the crowd. Our pace was quickened to her floor. How both songs didn't sound exactly the same. Yeah, that's what I mean. The new Coheed sounded like that to me. Yeah, each one sounded like here we go, and here comes the chorus, and that's it. But and then now we're on I Mars. Think, I think the reason why the Coheed songs felt that way is because the ones I played were like the singles, and the ones that are like the ones that narratively carry a lot. So they they want you to know that like these songs go together, right? Um, because they do a lot of like time, like, yeah. like like flashbacks and flash forwards and stuff. But that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, so there this this part, his voice in this part. Is this is good. What are you talking about? <laughs> I really thought you would have hated it because of how theatrical. But this, but it's theatrical with theater. It's good. It sounds good. But what I love about this song is the next part. So he now, right now, the character is telling what a prostitute said to him. But then, but then, th- there's a group of. And what did you get? This is good. I don't know what you're talking about. I really do like this. I'm not joking. I like this a lot more than Coheed and Cambria. I gotta say, I really do. I believe this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't explain. Okay. I can't explain how I interpret then, art. I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's how sure. I can take it, but that's so, what I'm saying. So it's, if you do but, like the Deer Hunter, another you should check out. So the way the way you, you listen to music, you would love their EP collection, The Color Spectrum. So what they did is I'll check it out. They made so they made a nine part EP. That was every color of the color spectrum plus black and white. Oh. And every album is a different genre of music and a different like sound completely. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Get get this. You know what Thrice has done? They did a four-part EP series based on the elements. Oh, cool. They did four concept albums, one based on fire, one based on earth, one based on water, and one based on air. That's cool. And so I'll play... Okay, so I'll play you one from each, each one of those. I was going to play you another. Remind me... I'm going to play you one that reminded me kind of that of, of the, the deer, deer hunter, hunter, but is fucking way different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So hold on. Here's thrice. Okay. So which one do you want to hear first? Do you want to hear one from fire, water, earth, or let's do fire first. Fire first. Fire is one of my favorites. All right. So obviously cause it's the, it's one of the hardest, right? Yeah. I feel the same way about the black, uh, the black EP. There's a song on the 
actually, this was another element where, you know how you were saying earlier, this is the thing that kind of bothered me when you said earlier, where the drummer for Coheed, he's like, oh, he does, you do a lot of the, uh, he does a lot of the keyboard parts for... Well, um, no, he does the classical piano. Well, he does Claudio the piano. Claudio does the synthesizer and keyboards. Right, but what I'm saying is, the thing about Thrice is the fact that everything they do here on this album, they can do effectively live. They yeah, have the, they take out a fucking thing. But, the same one. But the drummer is not playing the classical piano parts while he's drumming. Well, right. He doesn't stop drumming. But that's because the, the classical piano doesn't happen while he's drumming. Not all. Classical piano. But does he stop drumming to play classical piano and yeah. then go back to drumming? He has. I've seen albums where they have like a piano on stage. But then does, does anybody drum while he's doing that? Well, no, because the piano's... So Coheed and Cambry uses the classical piano. I to, feel like there's studio bands and then there's band bands. So you know Coheed what I mean? and Cambry uses the classical piano to signify a changing of time. They don't actually put it in songs, but it's like it's like to show you that time has passed. I hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> okay, so that's fire, right? Kind of feel like fucking edge in the air, right? All right. So what's next? What do you want to hear next? Do uh, water. All right. One the of my favorites. Of fire. Okay, do you want to hear... There's a fucking killer fucking, uh, 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 fucking instrumental song. Yeah. Or do you want their fucking risky one? Because that, that's what I'm saying. Each song has, has one where they're like, we're going to try this. And it's a new element. Yeah. Do you want to try that? You think, yeah, let's do that one. All right. This is called Digital C. Lots of electric. They don't, this is, I don't feel like they use this a lot at all up until this point. But basically what he would do is pull out a fucking like stand, almost like a TV stand that he had like all these things on. And he actually had a bullhorn mic that he was using for the vocals for this when I saw him. Have you ever listened to LCD? Oh, I got the tattoo. Have you ever listened to LCD sound system? Yeah. This reminds me of their "Dance uh, Yourself Clean" that they did live. Uh-huh. Ooh, man. Talk about something that makes you try and give you goosebumps. That fucking them at Madison Square Garden. So. Oh man, you want to get goosebumps? You ready for air? Yeah. I would never think that I would love the softest. Some of the softest songs. These guys introduced me into being more musically open. Yeah. By the risk that they took, and I think it really fucked them because they they got to a point where I think they weren't on a major anymore. Yeah. And they were take they took a lot of risks and they ended up kind of I think fucking themselves. But this is from Air. I really want you to listen to. Also, the drummer from The Deer Hunter is the lead singer's brother, and he is like... He is the drummer no- from Thrice is the bassist's brother. Really? Dude, <laughs> when, you're, when your fucking rhythm section is related... Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but The Deer Hunter, Nick, uh, Nick uh, is considered... He's like one of the uh, most lauded modern drummers. So, I was talking a lot of shit of long intros, right? Yeah. Yeah, you were. 40 seconds. This is a concept album. Yeah, so is Coheed and Cambria, bro. Every album can't be a concept album. Yes, it can. Enough. This, this is good. Can't you just imagine? No. 
I can't oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot you're a liar. I love when this kicks in though. This is this is one of my favorites. This is uh, Daedalus. Daedalus. Yeah, Daedalus. Daedalus, maybe. Talk about Cody. You want some questions for us? Ask me my favorite song. Go ahead. What's you be Cody? You be Cody. Hey, uh, if I gave you one million dollars <laughs> to name your favorite song, what song would you name? I'll tell you right now. Here it is. Oh yeah. Oh, good. Here it comes. <laughs> Jesse wait. It's called "The Earth Isn't Humming." Wait. Just wait. He reminds me a lot of Dallas Street from the Lexus on Fire or City in Color. Okay, I can see that. So for this song, I thought he was playing an acoustic bass. Turns out he's playing a uh, uh, hollow body like. Stratocaster, oh, I think yeah. a Stratocaster, and he's just playing. He's playing a guitar, but it's tuned to a bass. Mm. There's some mandolin there. Yeah, that's not my favorite part of the song. <laughs> so that's and that's from Earth. So I mean, they have that's cool. Do you want to talk about a country album? This the the first song is well, called Moving Mountains. This I love this. The Earth One's country. I was gonna say the Deer Hunter does the same thing. So <clears throat> they, uh, I think it's. I want to say it's yellow. All right, I, I got. Hold on, sorry. I just, I just got distracted. I want to play. I forgot. I completely forgot about this song. I thought it was on a different album. It's called "The Lion and the Wolf." He did this live. This is like a this this is like a depressing version of like a uh, of a pub folk song. Yeah, yeah. Like I can hear drunk people like. It's like a shanty. Yeah. Should have been on uh, should have been on water. Yeah. Water. Water. Should have been on water. Oh, you know my favorite thrice album is the one about water. I love the thrice album that's all about water. Water. Yeah, that's good. But, but yeah, yeah uh, it's called the Lion and the Wolf. Yeah, that's good. But that's what I'm saying. Is they have? Let's see. Obviously, they couldn't do that. Yeah. Live. But he, they didn't. That's what I'm saying. Is they, they didn't, didn't have a track. Yeah. They just, it was just him. Yeah. And there's something about an eeriness to just him and a full piano. By the way, they didn't. They travel with a full piano. Right. It wasn't. It was like an old timey fucking piano. They yeah. didn't have a keyboard. I just, I just respect that. Yeah. element of it. When of I using saw, old when I saw lights they did the same thing. Like yeah. she like her she's like mostly electronic but she came out and she did like four songs that she just did on like a baby grand piano uh-huh. that had like candles all over it. Uh-huh. So like really trying to set like the mood and just played the piano. And that, like, that's that, a talented musician. Yeah, dude. that and when it and when you can strip everything away and it's, it's just you good. and a piano and um, you can still sound just as good. What so was the one? Go back to the deer hunter. Um and if you can I find said I like them. 
uh, play uh, This Body. That, that's my favorite song off the black. This Body is telling me, yeah. This whole album is really, it just feels dirty. By the way, none of the ones that you're picking are top. Yeah. By the way. That's, I'm okay. That's good. You dork. Um, what is, what's the, the, um, what's the it's, album? It's the black EP on hey, the color spectrum. Um, oh, there's, uh, okay, got it. Right, uh, right, wrong, the right, wrong? Uh, it's called This Body. It is, it, this whole, this EP just feels dirty. It, like, just, ugh. It's like Nine Inch Nails if Trent Reznor had a good voice. <laughs> you can see that already. This, even the lyric video for this song makes me cry. It like makes me itchy, but I love that about it. So, what was this the concept again that they were doing? So every every uh, oh, color, color spectrum, the spectrum is a genre and a an emotion. So so this Indigo, one go orange, red, violet, white. Way better than Cody Cameron. <laughs> this should be your favorite band. They're up there. They're like, I think, number two. <laughs> this is like if Cody and Cameron meant what they said. This part right here. I like that key change. Ready? Go a little more lower. Go lower. Empty drop. Empty drop. I do agree with the Trent Reznor if it was good. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> that's like this Fuck genre. Nine Nails. This, this genre is like supposed to be that. Um, really so now go to the white one. Just to show you the Here furthest. Here we go. Far. Here comes Chris. No, I'm just saying the furthest. White power, Chris. I knew it. As far as you can go. Put from, your hand from down. Black. Which one? Which one uh, do you want? Uh, no God. Oh, oh. No oh, right on the nose, huh? What my father did. This sounds like another. This sounds like a church song. Yeah. No I mean, literally. It's actually the opposite, though. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I figured that this fucking this guy who's releasing seventy albums at once probably has some problems with his dad and his religion. Kept me from sin. Just a small intuition not to do what all the bad ones did. I don't like this one as much. But I'm saying, so this, <laughs> so, so the way it goes, it, it bookends, is uh, so it goes black. Like, when you listen to them, you have to listen to them in the right order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you don't have to. In the white order, say it, Chris. You don't have to, but to get like the, because, so... The concept of this all is it's to, it's supposed to be like your transition through life as a person. So the black album is supposed to be when you're like a young angsty teen, and the white album is when you're at peace with life yeah. and you're ready to die, like you've accepted death. So th- so the way it goes is it goes black, African American. It goes sorry, it goes African American, and then Roy G. Biv all the way through. So it goes African American. Red, orange, yellow, blue, indigo, violet, white. Yeah. And so that's that's the way it goes through. But <laughs> you know what you just reminded oh, me of? Huh. Hold on. Go. Uh, um, here. But yeah, this is like, this is, so the black, the black uh, album starts it. 
and the White Album ends it, and they couldn't be more different. Okay. <laughs> like sounds, this, I, like, this feels clean. This feels churchy, and the last one felt like really dirty and bad. Right. Um. Just so like, I feel like I'm dying when I listen to this. You know what I mean? Like this is the this is the song I want to hear as I go to heaven. <laughs> How dark! It just feels right for that. And then this comes in with the gang vocals. That's what it reminds me. What, what you just said? No. Really? Yeah. Listen, they're, they're, they're like right up your alley right here. Ready? I don't understand how you can't like I have never had to like press or two. almost ended up in Metallica. Really? Hey, I'm the guy that says that one fact about uh, Les Claypool every time. <laughs> that surprises me because he seems too silly. That's I think why. I feel like that's why they wouldn't let him in. Well, I think that was be- it was long before. I've, I've always felt like Primus is just making fun of like metal. <laughs> kind of see like sludgy, but they, I mean they get pretty fucking hard though. Yeah, that's what. But it feels like it's a, real hard. It feels like a spoof of metal. But like they, the same way Tenacious D sounds like a spoof of metal sometimes. I'm pretty sure he he like he auditioned after their their husband or their husband, their husband. <laughs> after his husband died. Sorry. Yeah. No, after uh, their bass player died. Why did I say husband? Yeah. What were you saying? Was I listening to you by accident? But the bass is really good. I, that's Ooh, one thing it's I was. Claypool, I was stupid. gonna say. I, that's one thing I love about Primus though. I wish I liked them more because of how good he is at bass and how it almost like some Primus songs that feels like our only bass. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> Well, there, there. It's an excuse for him to fuck around, obviously. Yeah. But he, like, when he fucks around, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's a guy that I enjoy the music just because it's fun and like, it sounds like it would be fun to play. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, but it, it just feels like he's trolling everybody. I can see that. Like I, mean, I, like maybe it also doesn't help the way he like looked when Primus was at their prime. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like he was like he, he looked, looked like he was fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Um. Hold on, what was I gonna? Oh yeah, no, no, this is what I wanted to show you. So you like the prog rocks and whatnots, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I am not. I, I, you say this is okay. I, I know. I'm, I'm sure I've probably played them for you, but this is between the buried and me. Oh yeah, I love between. The I played this before, right? Yeah. Okay, so they're very good. Now, the fun thing I, th- I liked about them, and this is what I wanted to kind of talk to you about. I love live albums. Yeah. Thrice is somebody that's put out a couple different live albums that were dog shit. Yeah. Or like it was a double album that sucked. Yeah. Because that it was mic'd wrong. It just didn't that you can hear the audience too much. They were they were clapping out of time and it was kind of fucking. Well, you know yeah, I mean? like, it's white just, people like Thrice. It's, so of course they're not it was clapping on time. Just a garbage album. Yeah. And then they redid it. <laughs> it sounds way better. This is regular recorded, right? And this is live. Of course, they have that playing when they come out. The crazy fucking same song. Coheed's live album. This is, is really the good. same album live. Yeah. 
I'm a fan of live albums. Yeah, me Not too. just just an album recorded live. Yeah. But like it's kind of I feel like it's a best of. Yeah. Mixed with also can they really do this? Can does it translate live? Yeah. So they're very theatrical in a way too. Yeah. But they fucking back it up. You know what I mean? Like they they it's like yeah they got a light show they got a thing here they got you know this whatever but also they're gonna fucking impress you. It's just so that you're not paying attention to them as they're frantically just trying to like keep up. Like Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Like it's gotta feel just hearing the metronome of theirs. Yeah. It's just nuts. Like from their recordings and shit. Yeah, I'm sure it's crazy. Like even everything. I mean, obviously it's electric, so they can try. But like, he, it sounds like he used that keyboard in the recording. Yeah. Lead singer plays and sings at the same time, and screams at the same time, yeah. and plays all the other electronics and shit. We are between the bear to me. We know that. I told him already. And this is colors. Well. I'll just keep waiting. You'll just keep waiting. I don't know. It's just to me, like, in this is another European? band. Huh? Are they European? I think uh, they're from, like, the way, Detroit I, maybe it's the way he's singing. He just sounds European a little bit. Maybe, yeah. Ooh, you know, this reminds me. I just it reminds you of Queen, right? No. Muse. Oh. Okay, yeah, but they're but definitely cooler. way more yeah, talented yeah, yeah, than yeah, Muse. Yeah. For sure. But, like, especially this reminds me of Knights of Sidonia. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that, yeah. Uh-oh. Is that a new Mew song? What is it? I accidentally hit this. I think it's a new Mew song. What the fuck keeps happening? It just keeps playing that song. Muse is fucking weird, man. Yeah. After they got like after they did an entire album for the vampire movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just like this one. They right? were all downhill from there. Is this the song, right? This is the one you were thinking of. Knights of Sidonia. Knights of Sidonia. That was way off. To, to me, Muse has always been and will always be nothing more than a, a soundtrack band. Really? I don't think they're anything. I never, there's I no never substance thought, to them. I never thought of that until after. I, I feel like this. They're very talented. To me, they're very talented musicians. But as far as their songs, like, they're just, they just get you pumped. Every song just goes, yeah, I'm going to get fucked. This is awesome. I like this song. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're cool dudes. Too. Like, did you, Probably. Did you hear about what they did on the Italian? They were on an Italian talk show. Uh-huh. And they're like, you're going to play to a track. And they're like, no, we're not. And they're like, you don't have an option. So then they came out all at the wrong spot. Nice. Like the the lead singer went to drums and was just going like this the whole time. And then the the drummer was at the guitar and was like, "Yeah, that's because they're they're, they're talented musicians." Yeah. I'm just saying that I don't I think as far as like they also did substance. A, they like also did like, a BBC radio show where they did a cover of uh, House of the Rising Sun. And they're like, "But it's live, so you can't yell at all." So during like one of the solos, the lead singer just go, the lead singer just goes Fuck it and fuck it and fuck it and fuck 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 it and fuck fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah, not saying this, that they're bad. I'm not saying they're of, bad for. It. I'm yeah. just saying that that's they're not. There's nothing much because all of their songs are. See, like, I, I I felt like they were the British version of the Killers. 
until until they made. Isn't that kind of what the Killers are? No. You know, come on. Killers are modern glam rock. I mean, they're definitely showmen. You yeah, know what I mean, no, I, I think I, I would, I consider them being like what is new glam rock. But I kind of feel They're like this generation. Th- Muse might be what? What was it? I said the Killers are this generation's David Bowie. <laughs> which Jesus, was like, hey, yeah, you started saying that, you but, regretted that. Yeah, I was like, maybe that'll be unpopular. I don't know. I, I think Muse is closer to like a Queen because they're very, they're very much yeah. theatrical. They're very much. There's not a, again. They're not like they're not. I don't think they're may they may be saying something like it's like, yeah. uh, who is it? Um. Fuck, what is it? What's the song? 99 Red Balloons? Yeah. 99 yeah. No It's this fucking balloons. stupid pop song that they're like, it's actually about the war. <laughs> it's like, all right. I think that's what Muse is. I think they're like, the song where we go like, bing bong, boom, bing bong. Oh, there's animals and uh, Knights of Sidonia, time's <laughs> running out. It's just, it's chorus, chorus, chorus. It's just choruses. Yeah. That's like, it's not, um, to me, they're not, there's no real, but... The, I think there's somebody that might afterwards be like, yeah, but we're also against the war. So what band do you love that you think is, is like the best vocally? Like who's who's the best vocalist in a band that you think you listen to? Vocalist or lyricist? Vocalist. Vocalist? Oof. Because I think it's it's Casey, the lead singer of The Deer Hunter. Yeah, I'd have to... I, 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 like, I agree with that with yeah. you. Like so that. I think... But I don't, if I you don't know. Th- if you can think of somebody as an example, because I have an example video. of, uh, So he has this song, uh, The Deer Hunter has a song called What It Means to Be Alone. Uh-huh. And Casey, when they were touring, he they stopped uh, in Tahoe State Park. And we're talking about in like a band, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it doesn't have to be necessarily. Um, but so they stopped in Tahoe State Park. And like he's just standing outside and they're filming with like a Canon camera with a, a shotgun mic on top. Um. And he's just like playing this song, what it means to be alone. And it's so fucking beautiful. And his voice is so good. And he kills so many notes in it while you could hear the wind whipping through the mic. Right. So like, you know that this is his real voice, that it's not being like hyper edited before it got posted or anything. Mm-hmm. And like, so I want to listen to that then before we go. Okay. Today. So are, are you what, talking about like in a band? It can be. Or if you think that somebody you just listened to as a solo artist is like the I don't, best vocalist. I guess this is technically a band. Hold on, let me just find it. I know I, I have it right here. But it, it's I guess it would it'd be a band, but it's technically two ladies that are singing. Okay. And if I can find a song. Progressive of you, Pat. It's, they're called Lucius. Oh, okay. And I highly recommend them to anybody that's listening because I think no matter what, you're going to find a song that they do that you fucking like. Hold on, let me find it here. I'll just search the song. Yeah, that's fine. Lucius, I can't. I've never heard of. Him. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! That I am. You are about. You're in for a treat right now. Uh, 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 no. Why would any of that happen? That just happened. <laughs> there it is. Here we go. The power in their voice, both of their voices. Sticks and stones break my bones, but words could kill me. I'm trying, trying not to lose my head. It feels like a punch in the face, the things you're saying. And I've seen, I've seen them acoustic, I've seen them live, like the clips and stuff. They back it up, and the band's fucking cool as shit, too. They're good. Chest is burning with the 
Okay, so this is the part where this is where it breaks Incredible. These bitches are incredible. <laughs> and it's just a good song. Like, I, in my opinion, I don't know. Yeah. And then what was the video you wanted to show? Okay, so this is them. So that was the. That's the studio recording, obviously. Okay. And then I'll it's, show you. It's, I think it's one, really Wonderwall. Fun. No, fuck. Wonder Woman. Wonderwall. No, hold on. <laughs> Not Wonderwall. <laughs> God damn it. Hold on. I can't believe they have this many videos. Um. Hold on a second. Uh, <laughs> All right, so this is basically this is them live. All right, hold on a second. This is my favorite part. Oh, not my favorite. Like this is my favorite video of theirs. Will the woman? Wild Will the woman? Right. This is a live recording. This has like the fullest sound when they. chance to check them out check yeah. out lucius lucius they're fucking incredible l-u-c-i-u-s yeah they also have a hit i feel like i think they have a hit that people may know they you may you've probably already heard it uh ta -ta -ta. hold on lucius go to theirs it's probably right here no nope. wow nudes. really i can't believe huh nudes no no oh, no, they no. had a song with nathaniel rateliff in the night sweats oh really what is that <laughs> they had a couple. No, this song. Cool you might know out. this song. Yeah, it's, I think it was a. Uh, it's definitely been on commercials. I think for a show. This one's called Turn It Around. It's closer to what I would consider like a pop song of theirs. Like, yeah. You know, not just like. This sounds like what Paramore's doing. Okay. Is that really? Kind of. Just, I, I love the, the fact that I love about it. It's not just fucking just 
too broad singing. Yeah. There's something interesting about what they're doing yeah. musically, and there's I, I I don't know I really appreciate them, and there's somebody that I I can't even remember how I discovered them, or how oh, we yeah. or how I think I feel like it was like Conan or something. Hmm. Uh, it might have been like somebody like seeing them as a musical guest somewhere. You know, yeah. is this the one that you're talking about? Uh, yes. Is this what you want to end on? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I, or yeah, I do. So I'm going to send you another one okay. first. All right. <laughs> so this is another Casey Crescenza one. Um, this is a cover of a song by the band Elbow called grounds for divorce which is like a popular song uh-huh. by a band nobody's heard of like uh, a ton of people have heard the song elbow or heard the song grounds for divorce but just didn't know it was like this band elbow um what's going on bro oh Definitely, his acoustic stuff really sounds like a good sound. Yeah. Like the, ne- the, the one I want to end on with the Chinese cigarette case um, and the rest you can keep. There's another one that sounds and the rest you can keep. What's this guy's name again? Casey Crescenza. Casey Crescenza. Um, you can go to the other one though. I just like this because it's a 12 string guitar. Uh, so it really shows how good of a guitarist he is. Um, and also, like, he starts in such a low register. It just kind of shows you how far he can go. Yeah. Because he can really nail the high notes, but he also goes pretty low. But this, what it means to be alone. There's one part. I feel like you played this. Unfortunately, before. it's close. I think I've played this one before. But this one, it's close. The the really good part's closer to the end of the song. Is that what you want me to go to? Yeah. Skip. Um... Oh, yeah. I've heard, I remember this one. You, oh, do you? Yeah. It, the the part specifically that just gives me fucking chills up and down my spine is uh, he goes, don't pull away. I'm not even going to try to hit the notes, but but <laughs> like it, you just, said near the end. Yeah. It's like if you go to like the middle, but I love, I love how his voice gets, keeps getting louder or quieter because of the wind blowing. Yeah. Like, so you can tell how like real, how real this is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, just play it inside. <laughs> well, uh, they were they were on tour, and I think something happened with the bus, where like they got out, and he was like, "Oh, this is a cool spot to like do." Yeah, it is. I mean, it's true. Is this one of their songs, or is this yeah, just this his? is one of their songs. It sounds pretty different on the album. Like it's, it's just like the way it sounds like pretty different. But uh, man, the it's just so good. Yeah, his voice is insane. It really, it does, it does sound good. Like I said, I think he sounds incredible. Yeah, his voice, his voice is definitely, I think, of of the bands and like artists I like. As, as far as male vocals go, he's the best male vocalist I've yeah. listened to. And I think there, no there's doubt. like we were talking about how 
Yes, there is something about where there's something about bad voice. Well, no, being able to being able to do something with like just you and a guitar. But it is it to me. It is still very. It is more impressive the more people you add. Yeah. Because that means that more people are on board and more people get it. Like that's what I loved about that Thrice album. And that's another thing I love about the Deer Hunter is studio. Yeah. It's just him and his brother. His brother plays the drums and the bass. He does everything else. Right. Live. They're like almost a 10-piece band. You've heard Reggie in the full effect, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, because I, I love those I love those outfits, those bands that are like, yeah. oh, I do everything, and then like I'll just have a band come out with it. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. record an album. Because like, that's, that's what me and Elliot would do. Like That's what we were yeah. always trying to do was fucking... Live, they have two guitars besides yeah. Casey, and they have two drummers and a bassist, and then sometimes another person playing the keyboard. Yeah. Depending on how big the stage is. It's the part that like gives me goosebumps. And man, live is incredible. Like I've seen him in concert a handful of times. He remembers me because he's such a fucking sweet. thing he goes all the way to the top of his vocal range and all the way back down right right it's so perfect to me like i, like I said i i really i there's something about i really appreciate when there is when like i said when you don't have to explain it when yeah. that when there's something when there is something where i can enjoy it i don't have to enjoy the vocals i don't have to enjoy the you know the lyrics themselves yeah but i love it when the person with the vocals has the best uh I, guess, I don't know. They have the... When the lyrics and the vocals are both good, and it's yeah, not yeah. just one or the other. I don't yeah. want to end on that one, though. I want to end on... Okay. I wanna end on <laughs> it's, uh, just, I'll just throw a curveball to everybody. Ooh. Uh, Is it going to be uh, You Can Call Me Out by Paul Simon? No. It's one of the greatest songs ever not made. exactly. If you be my bodyguard. Every time I die, it's progressively gotten more and more... Brutal sounding. I think Cody likes it. Really? Well, welcome to the show, Cody. (laughs) Do you have anything to tell the babies? Be blessed, Buddha. Babies. (laughs) 